This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. You know when you're really stressed or not feeling so great about your life or about yourself? Talking to someone who understands can really help. But who is that person? How do you find them? Where do you even start? Talkspace. Talkspace makes it easy to get the support you need. With Talkspace, you can go online, answer a few questions about your preferences, and be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. If you're depressed, stressed, struggling with a relationship, or if you want some counseling for you and your partner, or just need a little extra one-on-one support, Talkspace is here for you. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance, no problem. Now get $100 off your first month when you go to Talkspace.com slash comedy. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com slash comedy. Talkspace.com slash comedy. And now it's time for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. Alright guys, it's the Ask the Angry Ninja Show, yay! What? <laughs> oh, she's not gonna do the put it on. Ba-da-dum. There we go. It's not the anger in the show without the put it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna try something new. We're actually stealing a list from another place. We are, but it was such a great list that I'm like, how come I never thought about this? Right, and it's okay. So. It's from BuzzFeed. Uh, we're gonna have to give Ryan Sharocket. Sure, I am. I'm gonna give him credit, but I can't even say his name right. Um, and the list is the movies where the villain had an actual point. Yeah. And, and if you go back and think about some movies, there are a lot of movies where the villain. Some of these I'm gonna say quote unquote villain because there wasn't really a villain. But, like Ralph. Yeah. But I had a really good point. So we're gonna have another one. Now we haven't seen all these movies, but we read some of the descriptions and like we really kind of actually agreed. Uh-huh. Alright, so I'm gonna do number one. Uh Baby's Dad in Dirty Dancing. He just wanted to keep a sketchy dance instructor from diddling his underage daughter. I did not realize she was underage. Yeah, why is she like 16? Again, I like got forced to watch this movie by my stepmother when I was like 10. Uh, yeah. So it was just a weird dancing movie, but so yeah, and you know, honestly, Patrick Swayze, back in the day with the long hair, kind of looked like, uh, I mean, if he'd showed up in a panel van. Wow, honey, wow. I mean, if you were a parent of a 16-year-old daughter, would you let that guy near your daughter? If I was a parent of a 16-year-old daughter, my daughter wouldn't be anywhere near him or in a situation at all where she would meet him. She'd be locked in a tower somewhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think, even though he was quote-unquote villain of that movie, I, I would have shot Patrick's lady. Mm. It would been a totally different movie. That Dirty Dancing would have turned into Dirty Murder. <laughs> And yeah, it, I don't remember Dirty Dancing that so I can't really. Yeah, I, you, the point though, he was trying to keep nah, away from. Eh, eh, it makes sense. 
you know, it makes sense now as a parent, but back then it was like, Rebel, how dare her daddy want to tell her she can't dance? Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, would you like to read number two? No, you're going to do all the reading today? Oh, okay. Well, maybe. You can do these first two, though. Oh, okay. Principal Mullins and pretty much every other adult in the movie, School of Rock. Right. Uh, she definitely had a right to be concerned, because, you know, Jack Black, wow. Um, no Vacancy had a right to kick him out of the band, because, I mean, opening scene, come on, he was pretty bad. Um... And Ned and his girlfriend had a right to be pissed at the roommate for not paying rent. Yes. Did not think about it when I was watching this movie. Because I was all about the kids. Oh, they're being rock man and doing this. But he was really shady throughout the whole entire movie. He lied the whole entire movie. I mean, that's how he even got the kids on stage. He lied. Yeah. He lied about getting a job. So he was his roommate when he wasn't. Yeah, it was shady. I still love this movie. It's a, I mean, not a bad movie. It just, you know, like, you're like, oh yeah, so Jack Black's kind of the dirty homeless guy. And he dresses like it too, even now. What? He does. It's Jack Black. Alright. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Nothing, right? I got nothing on this one. So we're just going to read it and agree. How about we just go to a... No, no, we're going to give the list his respect. Shylock and the Merchant of Venice, the play's entire message could be summed up in Shylock's not wrong, he's just an asshole. Okay, so apparently he was a jerk, but he was right. Kind of makes me want to go watch it. Okay. Now this one, I actually have a lot of ones. Would you like to read this one? No. Khan in Star Trek. Kirk could have checked in on Khan's colonist progress, set an Alpha 6, exploded what the F, Kirk? Yeah, I don't know if they're referring to the original Rathacon or the new version of Star Trek where they did the, the same story. But this dude was frozen because he was an enhanced human. Enhanced, well, you know, alien, human, something, I don't know. And they used him to build the world's greatest warship that was controlled by one person. And they did this by putting all of his people that were frozen in two missiles and threatening to blow them all up. Okay, so he went a little hardcore with it, but, you know, kind of had a really good reason. Yeah. I mean, made sense to me. I don't remember this movie. I don't know if you watched this movie. Have you met my mother? Yeah. Well, I think you watched the new one with me. because yeah, I watched it was the new one. Benzie played Khan. And it was amazing, and he pretty much took down all Starfleet by himself, because that's what Khan does. All right. And the next one. Number five. Now, I haven't seen this movie. You haven't seen a Goofy movie? I have not seen all of it. Nope. Would you like to read about the Goofy movie? Sure. Goofy movie. He wasn't really a villain, but he was an antagonist. Goofy and a Goofy had understandable, good reasons to be scared for our sons. My, my thing just passed. Oh, son, and <laughs> be scared for a son from his perspective. Yeah, my thing just passed. Oh, okay. So, what was he trying to keep his son from in this movie? So, he thinks he's going down the wrong path. 
He's not, you know. So he wants to take him on a, a road trip. Road trips are awesome. Max don't want him to go on a road trip. He wants to stay in town with, you know, a little girl he likes and watch this concert on TV. So he lost the girl. Max does, saying his dad's taking him to the Powerline concert. I am, you know, 32 years old, and I'm still waiting for this dude to release the album, because that was the best movie and soundtrack. Wow. Um, but yeah, and so Pete kind of gets in Goofy's head a little bit, you know, saying he's going to end up in Juvie, and blah, 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 because Max gets in trouble because he tries to put on this big performance and hacks the gym to impress his girl. Oh, Yeah. So they go on a road trip, and Max kind of, well, he fudges the map to get them to the concert and all this other stuff. And, yeah. So the equivalent of, like, the kid walking on our phone and reprogram series and it's the wrong place? Yeah. And hoping we're not mad when we get there? Yeah. But see, I never really seen Goofy as a villain or anything at this one. I mean, as a kid, I was more on Max's side. I was like, let him stay with his friends, watch a concert, start the girl. But as I become a parent, I'm like, Max, go on a trip with your dad. You don't have many more years like this. Right? But i never seen him as a villain. So this one kind of caught me off guard because I don't really... Well, he was the antagonist in the movie, keeping Max from what he wanted. Yeah, but he, he thought he was doing what he needed to be. And even as a kid, I love road trips. Right. So, I mean, this one... Just this one got me off guard because I'm like, I don't see him as an antagonist. I don't see him as a villain. I'm just seeing him as a dad wanting to bond with the child and stir him on the right path and maybe get those years that he knows he don't have them long. So this is the second movie where the dad is painted out to be a bad guy. Is it? Dirty Dancing, now Goofy. I think it's easy for people to make dads the villain. Not really villain. I'm not going to say villain because, you know, this list particularly is not villains. But to make them that overprotective, overbearing, because dads do want to protect their children. Yes. So it's easy to paint them in that light. So I don't think this would be the last dad we see. Man, I don't know. I didn't read the whole... Let's maybe pull straws to decide. My God, we don't own straws. We're not monsters. I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first-of-its-kind sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. This show has everything a sitcom should... Relatable problems, wacky characters, and even a will-they-won't-they. It's comfort listening at its finest. And there's even a laugh track. But don't worry, you get used to it. Popcorn for Dinner, available wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, this, because I like it so much. All right, the next one, you want to read that one, or are you... Sure. The Shark in Jaws, because the ocean is his home, and they came invading his. Exactly. You know, you think about, like, but we're going to go kill the shark, because he... Bit some people, but... Y'all were in his home. If someone came broke into my house... Oh, I'll be beating you and eating... Well, I went... Beating. Beating them and eating them? (laughs) No, I was thinking the shark. If I was a shark... Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, if I was a shark and someone was coming to my house... Right? He's just chilling and suddenly there's feet in his living room. Right. Yeah. Just watch Family Guy. And here's the thing. Simple solution, right? There's a shark out there. We can go hunt it down and kill it, or, I don't know, stay on the boat, don't go in the water, just go to a different beach. See, this, I didn't like this movie when I was a kid. Nobody, I don't, yeah, no, I don't think I liked any of the Jaws movies. 
Well, I'm doing a lot of these movies. I know, and, and I'm not going to make fun of the movie in and of itself, but it's, it, it's, it's stale water. Well, see, when I was little, and you watch Jaws, and you watch all these movies, this is the exact thought that came to my mind. You're invading him. He mm-hmm. didn't come invading mm-hmm. you until y'all came. And now y'all going to go kill him. So I hope y'all die. Right? Like... This is like even the movie, um, the, the newer shark movie, it was Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Those sharks were angry because first y'all experimented on them, you made them smarter by making their brains bigger, and then you try to keep them in a tiny little cage. Yeah. No wonder the sharks were mad. You just need to leave nature alone, people. Let nature be nature. I'm doing my hippie moment right here, just be leave nature alone. Okay. I'm just going to let you read this one, and I'm going to sit back and just wait for the torrent to stop. Why? Go ahead, honey. Okay, so they have the Wicked Witch of the, in the Wizard of Oz. And, quote, this is what it is wrote. Yeah, she was a witch, but come on. They, they were her dead sister's shoes. She should have had them, not some stranger who just showed up and wants some. Oh, by the way, the stranger just showed up. <laughs> <laughs> up was the one who killed her sister. Really sad. sad. Okay. So there's a good point here. They landed a house on her and took her shoes. Now, she was a villain because she was ruling in terror. These munchkins were already afraid of her long before the shoot thing happened, long before Dorothy came. So technically, she is still a villain. But in this case, her wanting Dorothy, she's not. She's kind of wanting a family heirloom, if you think about it. Now, in every other part of the movie, she is a villain. I will give you that. Munchkins, the monkey, they're all. She's a villain. But the shoes, I don't think so. No. And why would you steal her shoes? Well, see, here's the thing, though. Dorothy didn't actually steal the shoes. Glenda put them on her feet. So, but on the same hand, Dorothy needed him to go home. So it's... But they didn't say that from the beginning. No, see, that that part of made me mad. At the end, when Glenda's like, you had it all along. Then why didn't you just tell her this? So she didn't almost get eaten and, and trampled and killed and, and in a poppy field and went to sleep. And, why didn't you just tell her? Click her heels. Because the real mo- villain in this movie is Glenda. She actually wanted Dorothy to do her dirty work and take out the witch. You know what? It is always the sweet-looking ones. I'm just saying, she used her powers of magic and manipulation to set up Dorothy to take the witch out because she couldn't do it herself. Probably. Mm-hmm. It's like, why wouldn't you tell her? So we should write a new version of that movie called Dorothy the Assassin. Oh, Assassin's Creed Wizard of Oz edition. Mm-hmm. Or Straight Out of Oz. Well, I think Straight Out of Oz has already been taken. Has it? It has. Um, Queen Latifah was in it. Um, yeah. And there's a Todrick Hall musical straight out of Oz. Never mind, I y- forgot. Yeah, you totally stole that name. I did, but it sounded so good. Okay, Assassin's Creed Oz edition. There you go. Assassin's Creed Ozity. Ozity. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we have some Ozzy playing in the background. Okay, so now we're going to talk about one of the worst comic book movies ever made. Suicide Squad. The new one. No, we'll talk about that later. Um, Flint Marco, a.k.a. Sandman from Spider-Man 3, 
He is a desperate father with a daughter on her deathbed, just trying to amass the funding necessary to bring her back to health. And that is true. And when you see that story, and in the end, when he, you know, instead of attacking Spider-Man while he's down, go ahead and just leaves. All he really was trying to do was save his daughter. And, you know, if you named him John Q, it would have been a way different movie. Because that was the same thing, except for this guy ended up with the superpowers of sand. But Spider-Man 3 was such a god-awful movie. I missed that when I was watching it, just because I couldn't get over that little skinny Topher Grace dude playing Venom. Yeah, that was a bad Venom. But there's a good Venom now. Yeah, they're great Venom now. I'm looking forward to the the, the second one. You know, there was another kind of villain that kind of is like the Sandman, except it's their daughter as a wife. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze, yeah. And if you actually follow uh, the animated series, um, when he does capture Mr. Freeze, he, he takes and gives him the funding and stuff to try to work on the research. And then, yeah, Mr. Freeze still goes crazy because Mr. Freeze has lost the ability to fill, but whatever. Yeah. Right. But again, he starts off, he's not really a villain. He's no. just trying to save his lovey. And gets desperate. Yeah. yeah, and and I've dealt with medical problems and insurance. I get it. I could see why you get desperate. Different times, right. I've gotten a bill from the hospital. I'm like, you know, if I go rob a bank, I still wouldn't have enough money. But at least I'd be closer. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Oh, I love this movie. No. And I, I know this movie, but it's been so long since I've watched it. Oh, uh, see, I think mean, yeah, it's Sean Connery. Come on. All right, so General Hummel, um, played by Ed Harris in The Rock, all he wanted was for soldier sacrifices to be recognized by their government. He just chose the worst possible way to pursue that goal. Yeah. And that is true if he actually meant to launch the rockets, but he didn't actually himself hurt or kill or want anybody hurt or killed. He was literally just trying to scare the government into doing something. And then the people working for him try to go all the way. But, yeah, um, he was a colonel who led black ops groups that the government didn't recognize. And when they got killed, the families got told stuff like, oh, they died in a training exercise. Rather than, you know, they died in, you know, China where they weren't supposed to be to begin with and got killed. And he just wanted them to receive... The benefits that they should have received for a combat mission that they never got. And the government hit it. And they deserved that. Yeah. I mean, they did deserve that. He was right. Our government probably really does do this, and they suck. Just, you can't threaten to, you know, level San Francisco. (laughs) Maybe that part was a little little much. Yeah. But he didn't actually plan on doing it. Yeah. You know, the crazy people that he got to agree to help him wanted to do it. Yeah. Go figure. Like, you got people to agree to threaten to blow up San Francisco. You didn't, you didn't think maybe there might be something with that? Yeah. They were a little eager. Oh. Another movie I don't think you watch much of. Um, I'm not going to lie. I've watched the first one. Um, That's all you need to watch. Barely, because I fell asleep because I was forced to watch it. I don't, don't roll your eyes at me. I'm not a Matrix person, y'all. I'm sorry. It's because you were forced to watch it and you fell asleep. Had you... And when this movie came out, I was... Way too young for it. Yeah. You were way too... I think now, if you watch the original, mm-hmm. 
don't the sequels don't exist. But now, if you watch the original, you might actually really like the movie because the movie is very intelligent. It's not just about blowing so The movie's got philosophy and really heavy concepts and ideas. Oh, are you saying that I'm deep? You are deep. Oh. So I, with a lot of really cool action scenes. Oh. It's, it's got both. It makes you think and then you're like, Kung Fu! Yes! That was Kung Fu. Alright. So the machines in the Matrix... The humans in that story were stupid, cruel, and destroyed the earth. Most humans are. Well, no, I don't. You haven't seen this movie, so the the, the humans created the first AI, and they used it to, you know, what, what you imagine you would think to use it for: clean the streets, all that kind of stuff. And it turned into a whole race of machines and robots. And rather than want to share the earth, it turned into a war between humans and robots. Now, in the Matrix, they don't say who struck first. They say they don't know. They say they don't know who struck first. But at the time, the robots were dependent on solar power. That's how they kept all their robots going. So to keep them from being able to do that, the humans did something to the sky that blocked out the sun for the entire Earth. So the robots wouldn't have power anymore. Right. That's good planning right there. Uh-huh. Um, and so the robots are like, that's cool. We know another power source, the human brain. We're going to take your neuroelectric energy and we're going to use that to power ourselves. And that's how the Matrix was born. They were literally doing it because, okay, y'all destroyed the sun. Cool. We still need power. We're going to use you. But they literally, even if, here's my thing with that one. Even if you won the war against the robots and they all ran out of power and died, right? Uh... What are you going to do with the Earth with no sun? I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure the sun's kind of important. Just throwing that out there. So yeah, the humans, the original humans, kind of sucked. The new humans were doing better, but back in the day... Okay. When I think of this movie, I don't think of a bad guy. I don't either. But it's another dad thing. It is a dad thing. Emmett's dad in the Lego movie, kids just break Legos and turn your house into a Lego mine. Whoever wrote that was very bitter about stepping on a Lego. Yes. But at the same time, I can see the kind of the point of Emmett's dad where he has spent all those times building these perfect cities. Everything in perfect order. And the kid came down and dismantled it. Mm-hmm. I think my brain would break. You know how many hours it takes to put together a Lego building that size? Yes. Could you imagine if you came down and the kid had turned it into a, like a half-functional car? Yes, because that's happened. Not a Lego building that size, but yeah. Like, oh my God. I would I, I would still have a child. He just would never be allowed to touch Legos again. What was that Star Wars vehicle we made? Was it a tie fire that we made? I think so. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. We're going to leave the Legos alone because it's starting to get bitter up in here. Right? Okay. <sighs> okay. I didn't, I don't see her as the villain in this I movie. I don't either. I've never seen her as a villain. Um, The other character was the villain, the one who dies. Uh, Carrie or Carrie, they all deserved it for bullying her. 
Yeah, Carrie was never a villain, though. No, she was a victim. She was just a victim of superpowers. And okay, maybe she took it a little far. No, because they would not leave her alone. Right, right, but she doesn't just kill the people who are bullying her. She ends up killing, if you read the book, she kills everybody in the town. Good. Nobody stood up and helped her, did they? Yes, and that person died too. Who? Um, her teacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, in that defense, though, she wasn't very good at controlling it. So it was kind of like collateral damage. Yeah. No, she kind of controlled until everybody on purpose. She was so mad. I mean, and I get why she's mad. I get it. And, you know, the guy who took her to the prom wasn't in on the scheme. He just thought he was doing something nice. So, but she kills them all. She does take it far. But at the same time, most of them deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when you get pushed too far. Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't seen these. Okay. Okay, so I'll read this and you can just say whether or not it's accurate because I know you have them all and have seen them more than once. The opponent groups in Pitch Perfect 1, 2, and 3, all of them apparently, come on down. The Troublemakers had a way better, Troublemakers had way better arrangements. The one guy was literally called up to work with John Mayer. The smoker had a better voice than all of them. And the German group was far superior. Their moms were subpar at best. I mean, they hadn't sang for like two decades. Also, all the bands were better. You're making a face. I'm confused about this one. So I don't know how to talk about this one. Was Pittsburgh like a music contest show? Um... Okay, so the first one was, it was a contest. It was the acapella groups of the college and stuff like that, and there was this big regional thing. Yeah, it was a contest. But I'm not 100% sure what they're talking about. Like, are they saying that the opponents were the villains, but they weren't? Well, are they not... saying that the girls were the villains? No, they're saying, okay, so apparently the movie centered around one group. Yes. So everybody, who, everybody who's against them... Is they're saying the antagonist is the villains. Yeah, I don't see that because, like... And apparently all the other groups, well, a specific group in each movie was actually better than them and should have won. I do agree in a couple of times the groups were a little bit better, but it was fine. I mean, I just, I don't get this one. Okay. Well, we'll decide to agree that the judges sucked, apparently, and did not pick the right winners. It's a it's a musical movie comedy. I mean, it's not that serious, but I'm just like I don't. Okay, we'll go with that then. See number fourteen. I totally agree with this one, but I don't agree that Val Kilmer was the bad guy. He really wasn't a bad guy in this movie. No. Um, Val Kilmer as Iceman and Top Gun. He was one hundred percent accurate. Maverick was dangerous, so dangerous that he's got his co-pilot killed. True stories. I mean, that's true. Yeah. I mean, his co-pilot doesn't get killed. He is a reckless pilot. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do the things he's supposed to. He doesn't follow orders. He does dangerous stunts. Mm-hmm. Should have never been in the top program to begin with. Nope. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with, um, Val Kilmer's better than Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And more than just this movie. I mean, come on, he played Doc Holliday. He did play Doc Holliday. 
Yeah. His, his performance as Doc Holliday was better than any movie Tom Cruise could ever hope to do. I do love that movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, honey, last one. Take it away. Well, last one from the list. We have a couple we wanted to add. <clears throat> and finally, on this list that we have taken, <laughs> Takal and Moana. If someone stole my heart, I don't want to try and get it back. Though any means necessary, even if it makes me turn into a lava monster and create a massive corrupt that will inherently send the entire world into a bloodthirsty jaw of in- insatiable death. Inscapable death, yes. Uh, yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah, dude stole her heart. Yeah. Like, woohoo, you stole the, the, the person who created everything. Well, the god island that created everything. Yeah. Let's just take the heart. Let's just take it. Yeah, take her heart. And what do you expect? Yeah. You expect her to just be like, oh, it's good. I'm still rainbows and butterflies. No. Now she has no heart. Yeah, that that movie. Oh, it gets me. Yeah. And then when you find out that she is the lava, yeah. you're like, what? Yeah, but she's putting her heart back. And once we want to get to her, she melted the lava away and became... And forgave, dude. Maui. Maui. I forgot Maui's name for a minute. And he even gave him a new hook. Yes, he did. Even though he really didn't deserve it. You know what? He was done with his own demons, too. Whatever. He took the heart. He ripped out her heart. He did take her heart and made her a stone and lava. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But everything worked out in the end. Everything came out shiny. But see, I don't see her as the villain there either. Well, no, she, the, the whole, but she was the villain. She wasn't a villain. She had no heart. Which turned her evil and made her into but a see, villain. I think for a villain, it should consist of the intent. For a villain, I think there has to be a feeling. And she had no heart, so she had no feeling. Oh, no, she just had all evil feelings. Yeah. She's going to destroy the entire earth because she's she couldn't mad. help it. Well, I, mean, I think a villain should have a choice. They chose to be that way. No. She didn't. No, because well, there's mindless monsters and lots of stuff. And they're villains. It's just not necessarily their fault because they're mindless monsters. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Okay, so other villains that had a point. There was one we talked about it and you forgot already. I forgot. Killmonger. Oh yeah, yeah. I did forget, and I'm so sad because I don't, I don't think he's a villain. I thought he was a hurt little child. He was. Well, he again took it to. They took his heart too. Far. Yeah, they killed his dad. They took his heart. Yeah, they they, they took it too far. They did. It, it, the whole movie result is okay. So the dad did do some wrong. Yeah. He deserved to be punished. Maybe even killed for what he was doing. Because he did lead to what kind of being attacked and people dying. Yeah. So, in result, even though they had a trial, dude was going to die. Okay? But they left him. They left him. Yeah. Like, they just picked together, like, okay, you, your dad was bad. Now come let us raise you. Right. And we're going to teach you some cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, they left him. Yeah. yeah. Who leaves a kid? Uh... Now, I wonder about this part in that movie. Cause I, I, did they not know? Did, yeah, did they not know? 
Yeah, I wanted that too. Because when it all goes down, the kids outside playing basketball. Wait a second, they had to know. Just no dog know they had to know. Yeah, because that one dude was there yeah. with him. Yeah, so he knew. He knew. Yeah, never mind. He knew. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I forgot uh, I forgot his name in the movie, but uh, uh, one dude. One dude, yeah, keep going. One dude plays, uh, what is his name? I don't remember, but, I mean his real name? Yeah. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, I, I had it backwards, but I didn't know um, but he was there with him the yeah. time, so he kn- they knew, and they just loved him. Yeah, there's nothing the home basically homeless at that point with no family. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, so yeah, so yeah, he got a little mad, but he knew what Wakanda was. He knew where it was. He wanted and he wanted to go home, and you know what? He wanted his rightful chance at ruling. Let's talk about this though, okay? One problem I have with this movie, just as a whole, so we're in Wakanda, mm-hmm. the most advanced civilization on earth that's hidden away because what it is, right? Yeah. And they picked their leader by who could beat everybody up? Yeah. Maybe not the best way to pick a leader. He will make sure you have the strongest. Right. How'd that work out for him? Well, they had a good leader. Mm-hmm. Until Killmonger beat him up. Killmonger. Yeah. Until Killmonger beat him up. And then Killmonger got to be the leader. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not the best plan. I'm just throwing that out there. I hope in the second one he didn't die. Kill her? Yeah. You're hoping they bring him back as Black I Panther? I do. And, and you know what? Yeah. Like, I'm torn. I either want Killmonger or I want Suri. I'm not sure at this point, but I'm so torn. Hmm. Are, are you ready for another one that okay. they got me? Okay. Except for Rocky Five. Okay. Okay, because Rocky Five, that dude was a complete douche and betrayed Rocky. All the people Rocky's fighting that are portrayed as the villains are just boxers doing their job. Yeah, I don't think a boxer can be a villain. That's their job. It's Your job is to beat people up. Yeah. Yeah, but they really, especially um, uh, the one played by Dolph Lundgren, because mm-hmm. he does kill a guy in the ring. But that actually happens in boxing sometimes. All of them were just doing what they're supposed to do. If you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do, what you're paid millions of dollars to do, are you really a bad guy? No. Or are you just a really good boxer? Now, the other one, that uh, the Rocky Five actually trades the guy, teaches him the guy. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was awful. All right, is there any other villains you can think of that had a good point? Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph? Who was the villain in Wreck-It Ralph? He wasn't the first one, remember? No, no. And, yeah. No, and the, 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 the... Well, you come find out later, it's King Candy. Yes. Yeah, because he's Turbo. Yeah. But in the beginning of the movie... Well, yeah, he was the villain, yeah. They paint him as the villain. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else has a really good point, villain-wise? Yeah. Magneto. <laughs> Magneto? He did. You gotta think, especially the first X Men movie, right? Mm-hmm. Again, he went about it the wrong way, but the whole reason he was doing it was because they were trying to round up all the mutants and make them register and then put them in little concentration camps. Yeah. Like, because they weren't gonna be accepted. Like, that's the thing. And he knew for a fact, because it happened to him and it was happening, like, how, how Wolverine get the Antimon claws. Yeah. Because they erased his memory and shoved it in him. Yeah, that's true. Like, he, he actually had a really good point. That the humans would never trust mutants. And he was going to protect 
albeit by extreme measures, predictable. Yeah. All right. I could probably sit here and crunch my brain and think of more, but I got nothing else off the top of my head. Do you have anything else you would like to add? No. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us for this trip down Villain Lane. You know what? Yeah. What? Maleficent. Okay, if we're talking about the new movie or the old cartoon? You know what? They give her a backstory, so it don't matter. Now that you know her backstory. But the backstory wasn't... They made, they rewrote that. They they retconned that. I don't care. It makes sense, though. Even before the old cartoon, it makes sense why she was so hateful now. Did they ever explain it in the cartoon? I don't believe so. Okay. She just shows up and she's really angry. But it explains why she's angry. Well, okay. But they gave her her reprieve in the new movie. Still. Yeah. She got her redemption. Still. You, yeah. They gave, they, they're like, okay, okay. We're going to give you a backstory and give you redemption and make Aurora love you. How about that? Yeah, I was happy about that. See? So, yeah. And they made the fairies look horrible. They did. And stupid. Uh, yeah, but adorable. And good intention, just yeah. not very bright. Yeah. I mean, sadly, like Maleficent actually had to keep Aurora alive so she could torture her later. <laughs> right? So they didn't feed her or rock her or anything. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No. Okay, guys, that's it for this show. Everybody have a wonderful night. And Ginger saying bye. 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 Alright guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. It's all part of the Ninja Podcast Network with all the shows featuring Ask the Angry Ninja Show, uh, Not a Kid's Game, presented by the Angry Ninja, which is our D&D podcast, the Ninja News and Politics Show, uh, Sports Talk with the Ninja and J-Mo, and our newest podcast, Outrageous Stories with the Ninja uh, featuring occasional special guests. Great shows, great stuff. If you want to reach any of us, you can go to AskTheAngryNinja at gmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter at cman2342. You can get us on Facebook um, on the Ask the Angry Ninja Show Facebook page. Any of those places, if you want to support us, we appreciate that. Go to patreon.com slash worst jokes. And if you join high enough tier, you'll get a free gift. And we just appreciate any support and feedback. You guys have a wonderful night, and we'll holler at you later. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts SAVE to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad, because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE to 203203. That's S-A-V-E. V-E to 203203. AT&T Fiber presents a straightforward moment inspired by straightforward pricing. And now we just keep-
cube the pancetta as such. So what's on the menu tonight? This carbonara I found online. It's fire. You gonna love it, Mom. I hope you hold on to this AT&T fiber, son. It's nice. Yeah, you should settle down now that you're a good gillionaire. Oh, I am. I finally found the one internet I've been looking for my whole life. So, no more one-year stands? No, nah, I'm done with all that. With AT&T Fiber, there's no price increase at 12 months. Uh, what about equipment fees? Nerp. Those were never any good for you. Exactly. But now, everything's completely straightforward. Well, in the spirit of being straightforward, I never liked any of your old ones. Me neither. Blah. Y'all never told me that. But we're being straightforward now, which feels good, yeah? Yeah. Now let's get straightforward about that girl he's been seeing. Straightforward is better. No equipment fees, no data caps, no price increase at 12 months. Live like a gagillionaire with AT&T Fiber. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details.